Chapter 43 Abophobia The action finds me brain-numbed and without oxygen. A wobbling sound in my ears, stars in my eyes. Black dragon with a snake face is floating in the wind and looking at me. My friends are on board. Death is a comedian. Funny stuff. I'd laugh, but for the noose. The tangled mess of me, Sis, and Miri is scooped up and deposited on solid ground. A broken goat is there. Death is so silly. Yolandi cuts the rope and my awareness gasps reality. Thin air. Sammy sees through wise eyes. You almost died too. The two noted. My teeth are gone. My heart is black. My face is swelled and bloodied. Good rhythm. My injury inventory makes for a nice first line. Resurfacing from her own chokehold, Sia's face retains the family resemblance. Cut and beaten up. I watch the blue drain away. Brad's a homemade horror movie. A medieval sacrifice not worth finishing. Blue! Broken legs bent like curly fries, an ear leaking blood. He manages a hobble, one half dragging the other behind, and I can't help but respect him. Dell is wearing burnt flowers. He seems perplexed. How come it's sunny down there? His eyes lower to the dark clouds from which he came. But it's nighttime and stormy up here. He looks to the rest of us. No answer. You went someplace nice too? Lightning reignites and there is nothing to discuss. The Ascension Temple blooms into view. It's real. Yellow sheen of Sammy's serpent eyes twinkles by its light. He does and does not want to believe it. Sammy turns to me, to Miri. Dramatic pause. Forgiveness, fear, love, other importance. Let's get you tightened up. Kneeling down, he reattaches broken harness straps, ties some off. He stands and extends to me his hand. His scars are glowing. Come on, my friend. We're almost there. He lifts me. Dell's first back on the dragon. Goal in sight, ending imminent, mission nearly complete. The little warrior has come a long way. We join him on the serpent, Sammy last. The beast breathes fire to show its status. The wind backs away. Fly, commands its master. To the temple. My grandpa once told me that life is a palindrome, abophobia, beginning to end, same either way, non-existence to helplessness, helplessness to non-existence, interchangeability of love, learning, suffering, and forgetting lettered in between. Our beginnings are our endings, he said, and the truth falls reversed. What was my beginning? Where was I?
What was the moment? Approaching my end, high at the top of everything, I ask myself these questions, and the answer is right in front of me. Her. Miri. My concept of beauty, my heartbreak, my hope and joy, my suffering, and my loss. The only true poetry my hand has ever touched. It's all Miri. My life began with her, anything in it worth experiencing. And it will end the same, minutes from now. I repeated, minutes from now. And my heart testifies true. I've a finite supply of pulse to my name. Miri Emma. I hold my wife in the pouring rain. The mountain ends and we're above it. The temple exists impressively to the right, but steals no amazement. All of mine is for the sight spreading before me. Ocean. Mountain range is a shrunken buffer to the mad horizon of electric waves. This is the edge of our life. This is where something else begins. Storm and water are one thing, sharing one force. I've never seen the world like this. Violent majesty, colors on fire. It takes my breath away. The serpent sets down, and we've arrived. Thank you for flying badass dragon airlines. No one shares Dell's levity. This moment is leadenly heavy. Sammy commands the dragon to stay and helps me to the ground. My best effort is a stumble. I've got nothing left. He and Dell take Miri's weight as Sia props me from behind. A dragging Brad brings up the rear and Yolandi leads. Thunder, lightning, raindrops like dulled darts. Rumbling numbness and my heart is shutting down. We arrive at the temple steps. You must go first. She means me. Sammy and Dell remove their hands and my knees buckle. They help me up again. This is your last task, Remy. Go! Yolandi is not encouraging. She's insisting. I pretend that it is Miri who's carrying me, and I'm able to move. I take the first step. My friends are right behind. Miri pulls me along, and I take another. Five more, and we've made it. Pillars frame the final punctuation. Beyond them rests the altar. I enter. They follow, and we are there. The temple interior is a temperate and beautiful parenthesis to the storming world without. Walls and pillars glow by the same moonlit warmth that came to me the night Miri died. Rain enters through the roof like misted dew, breaking to a million soft pieces. Damp, powdered diamonds turning and sparkling by the temple's glow. Silent. Still, the space is a decorated dream. Sad eyes filled with love, my friends watch me. Their eyes rest upon Miri. They dance slowly to the altar. 
Connecting beginning to end, they wait. Not alone here, never alone. We are joined by a final observer. Clouds part above the temple and the moon is there. The eye of the storm. The moon sinks, it joins us. Clouds spread farther, spinning and spinning. A full moon overflows the oval opening. It is the entire sky. It has come to ask me for everything. It's okay, Remy, they say. It's okay, Remy, they promise. Together with Miri, I approach the altar.